Hello there! Welcome to the world of Pokemon! My name is Brayden. My name is Will. And this is a podcast called Beyond the Ball, where we endeavor to read the entire in-game Pokedex, one Pokemon at a time. We're not We're... really doing anything for that endeavor this week. <laughs> no, we got something different in mind. We've because... got the, the out-game Pokedex. Yeah. <laughs> It's, uh, we are celebrating 150 episodes of Beyond the Ball, uh, and this is, this is, this is a special bonus episode just for you. Because um, this is a special, this is a very, uh, you know, a portentous number for a Pokemon podcast. 150 yeah. is a powerful number. When we were, uh, just we children, um, in the throes of, of Nintendo's hit game Pokemon Red version and pokemon blue version 150 was like the holy number mm-hmm. and it was so cool because you know there was also like ooh, 151 i was gonna there's, say there's there were some pokemon. there were some blasphemers out there spreading the gospel oh, yeah. of 151 absolutely but as everyone knows mew is not actually under that truck no uh, <laughs> you, no you cannot get it not, not through normal methods not without um, game show or maybe some kind of like promo thing. Or I think something. there's some glitches you could do. Yeah. Um, but uh, at any rate, uh, uh, 150 or more to see. Uh, to be a Pokemon master is my destiny. Indeed. We've got, got something special planned. All. We've got to catch them all. And like I said, we we do endeavor to read the entire in-game Pokedex most of the time, but sometimes the the Pokedex falls a little short. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, we take a crack at it. We write our own entries for Pokemon sometimes, trying yeah. try to take a shot. But I thought recently, what if we... Uh, Get hip to the know, times. Got hip to the times and, and, and you know, see what, what technology can, can do for the Pokedex. You know, everything these days is algorithmically determined. Right, right. It's a wave of the future, baby. Yeah. And as you know, you, our listeners, know, we here at Beyond the Ball are all about... The innovation Cutting taking place in the, the tech space. Yes. Big oh, fan God. of the tech sector here beyond the ball. <laughs> I'm retching. I'm throwing up in my mouth. <laughs> but, but no, no, these, these, so these, these are conceivably entries that, that could be, you know, in Scarlet and Violet, you know, uh, that mm. they, they could be generating them this way. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this is exactly. <laughs> Game Freak might also be on this tip. Yes. Um, so... Yeah, uh, if 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 they start doing this, you know they're biting our style. Yeah, uh, TM TM TM. As, um, this, <laughs> as they by say. the way, what we're doing is uh, I I generated um, Pokedex entries for all of the Pokemon we've talked about so far in in our show's history, and I, I've I've made entries for them in uh, AI Dungeon, which is a just a uh, fantastic tool. Fantastic! A tool. wonderful device. It's a, it's a game, sort of, but also so much more. Uh, it you can kind of set up your own little like role playing worlds and just kind of text adventure type type away, and it'll just uh, you know make you a response. <laughs> yeah, it's all it's it's like uh, neural network stuff, right? Yeah, like yeah, like yeah. um it's, it's, learning network it tries to algorithmically predict what would be appropriate to respond, mm-hmm. but it's like they're usually pretty bad at it, you know? Yeah, and so it's very funny. Um and so I This uh, is objectively funny. <laughs> <laughs> 
I I set up my own scenario, a, a custom scenario on AI Dungeon. Um, uh, I think the I I did my best um, to like set up a a world where uh, I can't remember but, uh, exactly, but basically um, I set up like a, a whole. A whole a scenario, framework, a Pokemon where, framework. To yeah, work where, where someone is reading a Pokedex, basically. Uh, I did. I didn't do a whole lot, but um, so for every Pokemon we've talked about, I, I I gave it this prompt more or less of the Pokedex entry for blank reads and blank Pokemon gotcha. colon, and then it generates a more response. or less a Pokedex entry. And um, I mean. I will, Looking ahead at some of these, not reading them all the way through, it seems like they're all in like the appropriate tense. So they all seem like they're describing Pokemon. So yes, seems yeah. like it worked. I did have to nudge or tweak a few of them. There's only like a couple that like I, I changed a word on, but sometimes like I will instead of like the Pokedex entry for for so and so reads all right, like the remarkable Pokedex entry, like mm. for, for this Pokemon read. Just to try uh, and just to try and goose it a little bit if it didn't yeah. make sense. I'll try and get some descriptors or I'll be like the the Pokedex entry for so and so, the the this Pokemon. Oh, like yeah. give it a, a like, little extra descriptor. Because mm -hmm. sometimes it needs a little help. It needs um, a little a little uh you know, sometimes you gotta hit the gas a little. Yeah, but sometimes they're 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 uh, most of these I would say are like pretty spot on right off the bat. Um, also, that's not a lot of goosing. Like that's not too much extra. Yeah, yeah. Ugh, well, okay. How do, how are we going to? I mean, I guess we just do the dang thing because we don't have any of our normal preamble to to, to worry about. This is yeah. uh, an alternate approach. Right. We've we've done 150 episodes, but we've talked about 163 Pokemon. I guess this includes like Mega and Gigantamax forms. Mm, okay, yeah. Things. So we've done at least 13 episodes that had bonus forms. Yeah, or just that makes sense. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, like looking that. ahead, I can see, like yeah. There's some Megas and some Gigantamax. We got the Galarians and the Lowlands, which I think we sometimes do individual episodes for. Sometimes not. I can't remember. I think we do individual episodes. I'm I remember doing an individual episode for a Lowland Sand Slash. Yeah, it guess it depends. I think we did a whole Sand Slash family. We did like four Sand True Sand Slash episodes in a row, maybe. Yeah, that's right. Um. We do this podcast. We do, we've done it 150 times. Um, yeah. Well, now. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, I guess we'll just dive right in. We're, we're going to start there. These are in order of, of who oh, we talked about yeah. originally. Like, so the, the first entry is going to be for Scyther, because that's the very first say, Pokemon we talked about. It's, attentive listeners will remember. This yes. show's very first episode was Scyther. The, um, the ninja bug that will cut you in half. Our very oldest friend, Scyther. Yeah. So, um, Scyther's... Should I go? Are we going? Well, I just want to... We might not get to all of them, because there's 163 oh, yeah. of them. There's 163 so. of them. I don't know how long we're going to talk about each one, but... Yeah, we'll, we'll see how some. long this goes. But yeah, uh, but yeah, let's let's dive right into to our, to our first and original friend, Scyther. Our very first friend, Scyther. So, this is the entry from... The, the AI Dungeon the Pokemon. The AI Dungeon. Welcome to AI Dungeon version Pokemon. <laughs> Scyther. They are very territorial. If it has no place to perch, it will peck at rocks. If it has no plant to hide under, it will peck at the air. Hmm. Interesting. 
this is what we don't get in the normal Pokédex. We and get this, very specific behavior. Yeah, this is great. This is exactly what I want. I don't know. I mean, already, right off the bat, first entry, the AI is doing a pretty good job. Right. They're and very territorial, accurate, I think. First sentence, on point. We're, we're, we're good so far. Mm-hmm. Now, the pecking and the perching. <laughs> the pecking and the perching don't... <laughs> It is a flying type. It's it is a flying, a flying type, type Pokemon. And, and AI recognizes that. A sharp, not really beak-like face. It pretty clearly has fangs. But yeah, like. but, you know, I don't have a beak, but I can still peck. Mm. Interesting. <laughs> I don't like to. <laughs> I could peck, but I think of it as more of like a, just like a little kiss, just a little peck. Maybe that's what right. they mean. Maybe Scyther's right. out there... Kissing up and, on know, rocks. It's only doing this if it's got no place to perch or no plant to hide under. Yeah. So Scyther is A, territorial. Two, prefers to perch, presumably to keep an eye on its territory. Or mm -hmm. failing a place to perch, it needs to hide under a plant. So that, I mean, we know that Scyther is like... failing both of those. <laughs> it's just going to pack rocks in gonna the air. Rocks <laughs> Which I, I suppose is like... An intimidation tactic, maybe, you know? Maybe, I guess. It's not getting food, I don't think. Mm, no. Mm. I mean, yeah. This is this is what it does when it's not hunting. Yes, yes. Sometimes you see birds, like, or other animals defending your, their territory, and it's like, what the heck are you doing? Or just do, doing seemingly, like... Nonsensical. Yeah, just, just... Like pronking. Pronking, yeah, you know. Activities that see, have no meaning that we can discern. This is um, this is Scyther pronking. Right. And I, I suspect that the AI Dungeon Pokédex will generate a few <laughs> a behaviors of, like this. <laughs> this might be a pronk heavy episode is what you're telling me. Yeah. Oh yeah, that makes sense. Be. That makes sense. Or at least a perch heavy episode for mm. for this for the Scyther evolution tree. Um, yeah, I you know, Scyther, this is interesting. This is a much more passive uh description of Scyther. This is a different yeah, honestly, side of Scyther nice. that I'm not used to seeing. Nice to see an entry about Scyther that's not doesn't involve me getting cloven you know, and Yeah, <laughs> just good. What's Scyther like when it's at home? You know, pecking, pecking, just pecking, just pecking, pecking and around like a like a mother hen. Yeah, <laughs> like a big chicken Scyther. <laughs> I love it. I mean, yeah, it's like they, you know, chickens basically used to be dinosaurs. Yeah, chickens used to be Scyther. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Weird mantis lizard sword man. I still don't trust them. No, definitely not. Um, should we let's 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 see what what uh, Caesar gets up? Yeah, to, I was though. gonna say. I think we probably better keep this moving. <laughs> it's gonna be a long track. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Caesar from the AI dungeon. I don't need to annotate every time. Caesar says it has a very developed sensory organ at the tip of its wing allowing it to detect whether or not there is a suitable object on which it can perch. Wow! I can't believe it's sticking to the perch theme! It did. It, 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 it knows that Scyther had a problem with this, and it evolved a, a, an this is incredible to help with it. Wow. I can't believe that the AI Pokedex has already got more continuity between evolution forms than the regular Pokedex. <laughs> it's true. That's true. It's doing a good job so far. Like they very rarely respond to things that they set up in the previous <laughs> evolutions. I mean, kind of, but like, yeah, yeah. Okay, so it's all about perching. 
So much yeah. so that it has a sensory organ developed specifically for that purpose. It doesn't want to peck. <laughs> it would yeah, much prefer yeah to it perch. would much prefer to perch over pecking. Here is my question. Yes. What is the um, determining factor of what makes a good perch, and why do you need a special sensory organ <laughs> that is not your eyes that will allow you to determine whether it's suitable for perching? Well... You know, <laughs> they, they don't really dive into that. It's a sensory organ at the tip mm, of its wing. Mm, very curious. It can it can detect how sturdy a, a particular branch might be. It's made of metal now. It needs mm, it's it's, it's hefty. Yes, um, it might have some vibrational sort of stuff going on. Yeah, yeah. Um, how how heavy was Caesar? It was it was like a two hundred and sixty pounds. Big baby. So it, yeah, it, it, needs, a, it needs a good perch. A real sturdy perch. Yeah. A suitable um, object, you might say. A sensory organ. <laughs> I just love that. Like, it's like, so like a vague. nose at yeah. the top of its wing or It reminds something. me of that. I just watched that video that was all about starfish, and it talked about how they have eyeballs at the end of every one of their little feet. Oh, it's like arms. that. It's like that. For, but for Caesar, with, yeah. With Caesar. For, for perch detecting, specifically. Now, as I recall, if I can just think back all those years ago to our first entry... Or our, uh -huh. our second episode ever. I seem to recall that Caesar didn't do a lot of flying with the wings, but rather mostly kept itself cool so that it wouldn't melt. Yes. Uh, that Silver was primarily says, what the wings did. Yeah, the entry for Silver, specifically, its wings are not used for flying. They yeah. are flapped at high speed to adjust its body temperature. In parentheses, they didn't, they didn't actually add this, but also to look for perches that are suitable. You're right, yes, exactly. When it's not trying to cool itself off, the wings also function as perch detecting antennae. It also has the things that look like eyes on its claw on its pincers. Oh, yeah, that's that, right. That it, you would it would raise them to wow. scare foes, make it look Caesar like three heads. Is full of eyeballs, both fake and real. Yeah. Sensory it's organs of all kinds. All kinds. Um Okay, well let's let's see what 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 Mega Caesar gets oh, up to. Oh boy. Okay. When, when it's Mega when it, now that it can find a perch so easily. <laughs> it can rapidly spin a sharp feather on its body. <laughs> if it spots an opponent, it flings the feather at the opponent. The force of the blow is such that it can split apart armor exuding Pokemon. <laughs> oh know, man! <laughs> this is, I will say, this is back to sort of the Caesar territory that I was expecting. Yes, yes. With the exception <laughs> of the addition of feathers to its body. Um, yeah, Mega Caesar, I was, I was like, well, it doesn't have feathers on its body. It could just take a, a sharp feather mm. and rapidly spin it on its, on like, its like body. spinning a basketball or something. Right, 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 right. Or like spinning up your nunchucks or whatever. So it finds a nice perch, um, plucks a, <laughs> plucks a, a feather, feather from the other, from somewhere. starts just spitting it, and then if it spots an opponent, boom. Fling uh, the split feather apart. through the air, split them apart, even if they... No, it, <laughs> exude not, armor. Yes, not even. It's not armored Pokemon. These are Pokemon that can exude armor from their like, body. Like Grimer, maybe? They're creating like, more armor as they go, I guess? Malmetal? Uh... I'm thinking like Ammonite. It probably grows yeah. its shell, so it's creating more armor all the time. Split apart. Anyway, Megasizor will split them apart. With a sharp feather. That seems impossible. I mean, okay, I will say, 
this first evolution chain, yeah, and especially once you get into mega evolutions, that's when the really wacky stuff generally starts to happen. And yeah, just yeah. the AI knows what it's doing. Mega Caesar, it can do some impossible things, like throw a feather so hard that it splits <laughs> you apart. Now, if you recall, Caesar has like really big, long, like jaw hands. Mm -hmm. Mm, yeah, um, no, no fingers to speak of. Kind of like lobster claws going on. They seem. It seems quite ill-equipped for throwing, but yeah. uh, maybe it's using its its feet, which are which are a, a fine point yeah. or something. Ill-equipped like for throwing, feather. particularly something as delicate as a feather. The the trick to spinning a feather though is not letting it fly <laughs> away in the wind though, and fly out of the window <laughs> while you're driving. Yeah. <laughs> Because, <laughs> yeah, feathers are very light and... Yeah, yeah, easy to lose. Being able to spin it in place. Right, um, rapidly spin it on your body. It's On your body, yeah. I'm imagining... Remember in high school when people used to do, like, pen spinning all the time? Oh, yeah, totally. It's like that, but with a feather, and then at the end but of with it... with a feather. It's like Gambit, just throwing <laughs> yeah. playing cards at people, blowing them up. <laughs> Truly incredible behavior for, for a mega evolution. Yeah, I can't believe what, what you uh, that the Pokemon professors left out all of this important information about how much right? Caesar is like a bird and right. its affinity for perching. Yeah. And its love of, uh, you know, feather ninjutsu. <laughs> feather, feather jutsu, yeah. <laughs> uh, incredible, incredible. Um, okay, let's let's move on to the, to the second pokemon we ever talked about um, this is a this is a delightful little trip down memory lane yeah it's like we get we're, to revisit all our old friends and, and, and implant and... some false memories about what they were like <laughs> yeah this will be great we're like we're gonna like 100 episodes from now we're like couldn't scissor Did, like throw, like, throw feathers? feathers or something <laughs> yeah. some weird like perching we're, thing going on i don't we're right. poisoning the well, yep. um, but it's all, all in the name of, of, of good good laughs. And, We're and back groups. to the well of these Pokemon we already did. To poison yes. it. <laughs> Happy 150. All right. Um, our next one is Yanma. Remember Yanma? That was also... We had yeah. some intense ones right off the bat. I mean, you know? I'm, I'm pulling up the the old sheets as we go. Uh, it, it, it was the one that would shatter windows in the area by flapping its wings wow. so fast. Yeah, um, I'm just like looking ahead at some of our o early entries, and we had a lot of Pokemon that were just like breaking the mold early on. Oh yeah, oh yeah. All right, should we find out about Yanma? Let's find out. Our dragonfly friend Yanma. It has a tenacious grip. If it claws at something, it keeps at it until the task is accomplished. It's quite strong. It's quite strong. Yeah, it's quite I like strong. that. It's a good entry. <laughs> Not what I would expect from a dragonfly. Now, what what exactly is the task to be accomplished mm. um, by clawing, by clawing at something? At something. <laughs> Why do you claw at things, Brayden? Yeah, I don't. I'm not sure. I feel like I the, what I do in my life that is closest to clawing for something is like I dropped something behind my bed and I can kind of reach yeah. back there, but not quite, and I'm like, eh, right. Eh. So, you know, if it starts doing that, it will not stop until the task is accomplished. Right. And, and it has a tenacious a grip. A tenacious and strong grip. Which doesn't seem like it would help with clawing, but, mm. like, it's kind of after the clawing and you get right. the Right. Once it's got it, then it's tenaciously holding on. Right. Which is makes me uh, feel a little more comfortable um, if I'm going to fly around with Yom, if, mm. if it's going to, like, carry me in yeah. six arms. Yeah. I, I'm, I appreciate its tenacious grip. Right. It um, seems that Yanma... Once it decides to do a job, it Yanmas, they get yeah. the job done. 
Hamilton. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what that is. There's a line in Hamilton where he says, immigrants, we get the job done. Uh, and then there's a part in Knives Out where one of the like awful rich people says, immigrants, we get the job done to the like immigrant uh, uh, caretaker. I didn't know that was a reference to that. Yeah, that wow. was a reference to Hamilton. Okay, and the okay. fact that a bunch of white people watched Hamilton and <laughs> felt good about it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, but um, like Hamilton's tenacious grip on on, 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 on the white American liberals. conscious, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> on the white liberal American psyche. So uh, too, well, yeah, quite the, strong, uh, quite a strong and tenacious grip he has. Yes, turns out. <laughs> um, okay, well let's let's keep going. That's pretty straightforward. Yeah, uh, you know, tenacious yeah. grip, strong grip, real likes grippy, clawing. likes to grab and gr- and, gr- and grasp and claw. So the task is accomplished. Yeah. I love it. Keep, can do attitude. Keep gripping till the job is done. Can we claw it? Yeah. Yes, we can. <laughs> Let's see if uh, Yan Mega has similar tenacity. Mm-hmm. It constantly emits a noxious gas from its tail. If you touch it, you will feel a burning sensation. It is constantly shedding its skin. If you cut it, it will release a slightly toxic fluid. Oh my gosh. So there's a lot going you on. There's a lot going on here. Yanmega is emitting a noxious gas and a noxious fluid if you cut it. Well, toxic fluid, noxious gas. And if you touch it, it will burn. Is that from the gas or the <laughs> yeah, fluid burning. or both? And it's Nox- constantly shedding its skin, which, if these other parts of the entry are to be believed, is probably also toxic. <laughs> <laughs> probably. But it's like, yeah, if you can somehow get through the noxious gas that it's always emitting to mm. cut its skin open for whatever reason, um, there's there's poison within poison. Now, I will uh, say, this is, I mean, far be it from me to question the AI dungeon Pokedex, but this sounds to me like a grimer or coughing <laughs> entry. And not a bug and flying type I Pokemon. guess coughing doesn't really have a tail, but I could maybe see this being a Grimer. You know, it's constantly shedding mm-hmm. its skin. If you cut it, it will... I mean, Grimer is a slightly toxic fluid. Right. But if you cut it, yeah. it will release that fluid. Probably Does Grimer bleed? I don't know. No, this this this, this is... No, it does shed its skin. Yanmega is more like a Xenomorph uh, mm, in this instance. Yeah, totally. Uh, Yanmega kind of looks like a Xenomorph, too. It also will bite your head off and like it a will xenomorph. notoriously bite your head off. True. True, true, true. Yeah. Notoriously known for decapitations. Yeah, yeah. That was pretty wild and not even generated by an AI. That was generated by a human being. Black and white. For uh, a children's, children's video game. <laughs> Black and white, too. It prefers to battle by biting apart he- foes' heads instantly while flying by at high speed. Just Drive by decapitations. Biting apart heads. Still, I still marvel at at the Yon Mega entries. Truly um, wild, and this 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 although different follows very much in the same footsteps of of those uh, alarming entries. Yeah. Yon Mega is a Pokemon to avoid for many right. many reasons. If it's not going to decapitate you, it's gonna it's gonna smell real bad and maybe it's burn you, poison and you, poison you. It's gonna yeah. drop Ooh. some gross skin on you. Also. Mm. This is not even talking about the fact that its wings allow it to take off with such force that it will knock trees down. Yeah. And if it's constantly shedding its skin, then there's probably just like a tornado of horrible Yanmega skin that gets blown everywhere whenever it takes off. They say if you cut it, it will release a slightly toxic fluid. But right before that, they say it's constantly shedding its skin. Yeah, Uh, yeah. You know, 
it is constantly like cutting itself, basically. Some fluid <laughs> in play. toxic fluid constantly. <laughs> There's some fluid on in play. On top of the oh. noxious gas that it's always emitting from its tail. Like, yeah, I think it's overkill. Honestly, it's, I don't yeah, think the gas was necessary. I, yeah, maybe you need to pump the brakes on this one. But also, every time you take off, you're just dispersing that noxious gas everywhere. Yeah, you, oh, you somehow get no through good. all that to, to hug your your good friend Yon Mega, <laughs> and you'll and feel then a burning you, sensation. You will feel a burning sensation. <laughs> Was it worth it? I don't no. think so. You're dead, probably. <laughs> yeah, you got your head bit. All right. Well, let's let's uh, let's switch gears to something uh, a little more pleasant. More yeah. Remember, remember our old friend Woobat? I sure do. Woobat was a cute little bat with a heart nose. Yeah, had just, no eyes. Just a little very tennis cute. ball with wings, basically. Uh, Cross between a pig and a bat, kinda. Yeah, the heart-shaped mark left on a on a body after Rubat has been attached to it is said to bring good fortune. Yeah, to leave that. heart hickeys on you. That's right. Yeah. Oh, adorable. All right, let's find out some new and potentially alarming information about our friend Wubat. <laughs> yeah. It releases a pleasant, soothing song from its delicate wings. The more it sings, the more peaceful everything becomes. Everything. Huh? <laughs> everything. Yeah, everything. I think. Uh, the professor who was writing this was maybe got a little too into the song. <laughs> he was getting high on his own supply a little. He was, yeah, like, what? I mean, okay. So peaceful. Again, the AI dungeon really doing its homework here because mm-hmm. Woobat mm-hmm. and Swoobat did have calming capabilities. Maybe, yeah, maybe I think, Swoobat, I think Swoobat more in particular. Yeah. Was, yeah. Um, but it admits, yeah, a soothing song yeah. from its delicate wings. Hmm. Like, like a cricket, I assume. I guess. Like, we describe but, a cricket as creating a song, even though it's really, like, it's using its legs to create. I guess that's still, yeah, you know. Yeah. You can create, you can play a song with, like, a guitar. That's still playing a song. It doesn't have to be singing. Right. But it does say the more it sings, which is a little, whatever. It doesn't matter. The more it, the more it, it plays its this little soothing, its pleasant soothing song. song. Yeah. The more peaceful everything becomes. Everything. Protects cool, bats. calms everyone down. Yeah, yeah they're... They 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 bring peace to the world. They are balancing the scales. They'll Finally. bring back the toga kiss. We've we've talked about this. We've talked about like how just how the, the super destructive Pokemon and just mm. how 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 is the world not just like a, a, right. a smoked out crater from all these destructive Pokemon? And it's like it's because of balance. Pokemon like Wubat yep. doing the work. Gotta have balance. Um, that is. Uh, I just finished reading a, a fantasy book that was very much like that. Was the, uh, the lore of what was going on. Okay. It's like gotta yeah. have every action must have a reaction. So the big evil force has to have a good force to combat it. And anyway. Sure, sure. Yeah. Well, let's see what if Swubat gets into any more um, pleasant pleasantries. I guess. <laughs> Swubat says when it releases high pitched sounds, it harmonizes with others that have a similar sound. If they happen to be singing, the tones become more beautiful and more peaceful. How so, are they building on themselves like this? <laughs> I, I'm well, because it, it's every every entry I put, like it's it's also oh, it's like, all within the same. It's all in one scenario, so it's oh, it's feeding itself its own data as well. This is fantastic. Yeah. Um, okay, so it's still singing. It's it, but in in a choral sense, you know, this is this is this is basically just describing a choir more or less. Like yeah, although it might still be making the sound with its wings. It just right, says it's right. releasing high-pitched sounds and harmonizing with others that have similar sound. 
So they mm-hmm. work together and they all make and if songs. And if those similar sounds happen to be someone singing, then it's going to make them sound more beautiful and more peaceful. Even if it's like death metal or whatever. Oh yeah, if they happen to be singing, the tones become more beautiful and more Because yeah, it harmonizes with anything that has a similar sound. But, but singing is superior. Particular. Yes. Okay. More beautiful, more peaceful. Wow, we bat and sweet bat. Okay, I, yeah, you know it's what? It's harmonizing I'll be with honest. the car alarm. It's not going to sound great, but it'll do it. Uh, these two so far feel the most like I would have believed them being real Pokedex entries if they were in. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. These these are these are almost on it. Um, I promise they're not all going to be like that. <laughs> I mean, we've seen a few already, but <laughs> I believe the perching you. and the pecking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I'm trying to think. It was the the white. Uh, white version entry for Swoobat. Uh, anyone who comes into contact with the ultrasonic waves emitted by a courting male experiences a positive mood shift. So this, this like this tracks with that more or less. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, those waves can also reduce concrete to rubble and destroy rocks and stuff. But no, um, never mind that. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry about that. <laughs> it's beautiful and peaceful, and also it can reduce a building to rubble. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know it. It'll harmonize with anything, including, like, the exact, you know, pitch that <laughs> shakes the foundation of a building. Until it's, it's reduced to, to gravel. Yeah. Shatter points, Braden. Um, oh, my gosh. Shatter points. Uh, rip Mace Window. Rip to Mace Window. A real one. This podcast <laughs> is mostly a Pokemon podcast, but it's like 10 to 15% a more civilized age fan cast. Well, it's, uh, or just a, a bleeding of, of all the podcasts we listen to. Yeah, it's true. true, 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 true. And I'm just um, way, way into more civilized age right now. Uh, me too. It's a good show. Everyone um, should go listen to it. Yeah, they should. And watch The Clone Wars. I'm, or just listen to it. I'm not doing it. that. You're not watching The Clone Wars. <laughs> <laughs> um... All right, let's let's keep going with our podcast. Uh, who who do we got next here? Our friend Nidoran female. Yes, the very poisonous little rabbit. Uh, yes, who we recall was extremely poisonous, and if, even if a I, tiny scratch can have fatal results. There you go. And as I recall, I think the the, the uh, youngest evolution was the most poisonous. Yeah, that's that's the one. That's um, the one. At least that's where we read this entry. Don't touch your Nidoran. Um, let's see if this changes our views on this poison poison Pokemon. Uh, nope. <laughs> <laughs> Spoilers, Braden. Gosh. Uh, Nidoran <laughs> female says, when disturbed, it releases a strong toxin from the mouth. It eats mm-hmm. twice its body weight in food every day. It is constantly cleaning itself. A lot of okay. information here. A lot of good information. Strong, strong toxin. From the mouth that, is new. From the mouth. If, this I is believe when it's disturbed. it was from the, from the spines previously, yes. but when disturbed, it'll also just kind of... Bleh, bleh. Yeah, when it's... Uh, Maybe it comes out of the teeth or, or, or saliva glands or something. When it when it's done with the sickness, so are you. It gets down with the sickness. Yes. And um, eats twice its body weight in food. Well, yeah, because um, half that weight, mm. half, you know... Its its entire body weight is mostly poison, so it has to eat enough food to counteract that, make up for it. Uh huh. Uh huh. Constantly cleaning itself, also, which seems like it would be dangerous. Because yeah. couldn't they poison themselves? Wasn't there a whole that, thing think, about how they could poison others of their species? I think we t- 
talked about it a lot, but I can't remember if they actually could. That was maybe they like must Nidorina. be immune to their own poison, right? You would think, um, but Pokemon are, are miraculous creatures. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that that uh, constantly conspire to to confound us. <laughs> nice alliteration. Very wow, nice. yeah, con con con. Look at that. I didn't even. Uh, what is? Uh, oh yeah, sword sword version for Nidorina uh, says the horn on its head has atrophied. It's thought that this happened so Nidorina's children won't get poked uh-huh. while their mother is feeding them. Well. They might just That's be getting just poked. A, it doesn't necessarily Yeah, just don't want to get poked. Okay. Okay. We, we, okay, we probably had this whole conversation before. I'm sure um, we did. Go listen to that episode <laughs> anyway. Um, it also can can barf poison uh, when disturbed and yeah. cleans itself, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, um, um, would have believed that if it was in the Pokedex. Right. And, it, you know, if uh, you got to be capable of cleaning yourself even if you're, even if you're covered poisoned. in poison. Yes, well, absolutely. Yeah. All right. Um, so, it's evolution. Nidorina. It loves to eat. If it spots something, it has a tendency to just lunge at it and try to swallow it. Its mouth is particularly vicious. <laughs> well, that's, that, that tracks. <laughs> wow, that Pokemon's got a vicious mouth. I love that it's a, a, a tendency to just lunge mm-hmm. at it and try to swallow it. Which is it, a tendency uh, when it spots something. Something, something right. Was that, was that, was that ah, so I'm just, going for it. If, uh, presumably, if it looks even remotely like it would fit in its mouth, <laughs> then it'll try to swallow it. A particularly vicious mouth. That vicious, <laughs> vicious mouth. It loves to eat, which it should. It was eating twice its body, yeah. body weight as, as Nidoran. I can, I can only imagine it's eating... More now. It loves um, to eat with its vicious mouth. I love that. Just I, I, the vibes that I get from all of this is that it's probably a, an unpleasant experience to watch Nidorina try to eat. <laughs> yeah, it sounds awful. Uh, but I appreciate that they went in a different direction than the the normal Pokedex entries, were, which were a lot more about like, oh, it's a mom it's now. Such a good it's mom. And and this is like it will shove anything down its gullet. Yeah, it's it is. Yeah, Nidorina hungers uh, for anything and everything. Well, you know, um, being a mom is hard work. Yeah, you need a lot of energy. Yeah, um, should have had a V eight. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like. Why do I feel like you made that? You referenced that commercial like last week. <laughs> oh, it was because it wasn't in the it episode. It probably wasn't you, on you, the pod. You, you had it was your 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 Mott's fruit snacks. Oh yeah, had, my had veggie vegetables. my veggie fruit snacks. Whatever. Yeah. I went into work the day after that, and there was a can of V8 in the fridge, and I was like, "What's going on?" Oh my on? god, it's happening! It's happening! <laughs> Braden's changing things. <laughs> um. All right. Well, yeah. Pretty straightforward. Nidorina loves to eat. It just loves to eat. You know mm. what I do when I love to eat? Shove things um, down your throat. Try to just, swallow them. Just anything <laughs> I can get my eyes on. It goes goes in the mouth. Go to town. My my vicious mouth. A vicious mouth. Uh. It doesn't. Yeah, it's got some, it's got like a, some couple sharp teeth poking out, but um, I feel like that its mouth is particularly vicious. Sounds like something that like an older relative would say if I was being like a sassy teenager. You know what I mean? Like you got mm. a vicious mouth. You oh yes, that yes. mouth. Yeah, or, or, or Willem Dafoe talking about his his Tommy Sailor. Are you dullard? <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm uh, so I'm picturing like. 
like it looks cute and fine when its mouth is closed, but like when it opens that maw up, it's like mm. a sand maw or mm. sandworm. Yeah, basically, totally. Yeah, it's just teeth. Just a teeth real, and fire. a real sarlacc situation in there. Yeah, bad news. Uh, particularly vicious. Um, well, let's see what its final form does. That uh, Nito uh, Queen. Yeah, the queen has arrived. All right, let's see. It has four powerful feet that allow it to kick at high speed. At any time, all four of its feet can become like razors that fine slice through anything. <laughs> I like well, that fine slice is hyphenated. It's a great term, fine slice. Just um, the real fine slice. You know, I've always thought of Nidoqueen as having kind of two legs and two, two arms. Two arms, because it's on, but, yeah. And they are clawed. Um, well, this would imply that when we see Nido Queen standing up, that is not its like it can also go down on all fours and run like a bear or something. Yeah, and kick at high speed like are a feet. horse. <laughs> It'll kick at high speed, and I assume that except you know you don't get knocked over like when you get kicked by a horse. <laughs> no, Instead, right. you get cut in half, <laughs> like clean like cut razors that can fine slice through anything. Anything. Charizard can melt anything. Move over. Nido Queen's here to to fine slice through anything. Yeah. Get eat your heart out, Scyther. Um, yeah, this phrasing also all is interesting. Feet, can, it's like, can become like razors. Are they not like razors all the time? Do I, they morph? Unclear. Like, like Terminator? <laughs> yeah, like liquid metal. Gosh. Uh, huh. Huh. Does it? Does it need to do all four at once? Does it? Like. I mean, hurl it itself can. in the air like a shuriken. Yeah, that's like, what I have literally. That's what I imagined when I. When it said at any time all four of its feet, I immediately imagined Neo Queen jumping in the air and shooting all four of its legs out <laughs> at once, and slicing a bunch of people in half. Uh, yeah, you know, it's it's surrounded by like you know Yakuza members uh-huh, exactly. who are about to like beat up, and it's like <laughs> boom, cuts them all in half, and you get a freeze frame as it like opens up, and then they and all goes, like boom. slide apart. Yeah, finally like slow mo. Right, exactly. Yes, uh, I love it. Gosh, uh, Nidoqueen, Queen, um, terrifying power. Yeah, um, yeah. It's, it was it's, already it's, pretty powerful, I think. Probably. It's oh. cutting cutting them into bite size uh, morsels for for Nidorina to eat. Maybe. Yeah, or for Nidorina to feed to its bibis. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, scary. Yeah. Uh, so loves to eat. Also, it can find dice its food. See, I mean, if you can't. Right, okay, that's what you were saying. Exa- I'm sorry. I was a little slow on the uptake there. That absolutely makes sense. Nido Queen yes. slices up the stuff so that Nidorina can jam it down its <laughs> vicious mouth. Right, I, right. I, I gotcha. Sorry. Okay. That took me a second. Um, the, the sword version entry for Nido Queen said Nido Queen is better at defense and offense, but AI Dungeon begs to differ. Yeah, AI Dungeon has its own information to bring to the table. It maybe say it has only scales does, like armor. Maybe so it only does the fine slicing in uh, in self defense. Yeah, maybe. Um, it's got got four arms to protect babies from all directions. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. North, east, south, west. Babies. Babies. Nido queens. Babies feet to all points the of the country. The, yeah. the compass. We're falling apart. It's all falling apart. We have to move on. Oh, uh, we're we're moving on to a classic though. Oh, uh, my boy Charmander. Charmander. What, what more info could be gleaned about this 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 lizard Pokemon? Let's find out. Charmander Um, says it constantly craves the heat. (laughs) If it spots a fire, it will quickly master the ability to cook up a storm in its belly. 
<laughs> what? Excuse me? What? Okay. Okay. Constantly craves the heat, which yeah, uh, I get it. Tracks. Always looking for the banger tracks, like <laughs> <laughs> looking for those bars. Um, bring the heat, bring the fire. Charmander loves it. Yeah. Uh, if it's also, Spotify. Okay, so let's let's take this the second sentence apart. All right. Can, Charmander has spotted just, the fire. Briefly. It constantly craves the heat. Its tail's on fire. Its tail is it's on fire. It's generating the heat. It's got plenty of Does heat. Does it need... Um, apparently not enough. It needs more. More right. heat. More heat, right. more fire. It, it's, its tail light... Its tail fire is representative of its life force, so... Mm, it's just, you know... It needs more heat. Yeah. Carpe diem. Yeah. Seize, seize, seize the, the day life force. Okay. So, if it spots a fire... It will quickly master the ability to cook up a storm in its belly. I don't, I don't know. Okay. My first thought was it will quickly master the ability to cook as soon as it sees a fire, which is awesome. I wish I could do That'd that. That'd be great. But that's not what it's saying. Cook up a storm. Cook up a storm so, in its belly. Which could, which could be referred to, like, you know, cooking up a storm. Like, I'm cooking up a lot of yeah, food. cooking up a storm. But it's doing the cooking in its belly. It's cooking up a storm in its belly. And if someone said... It's cutting out the middleman. It's why, okay, why, but hold why on, eat it. Hold on, hold on. If you walked up to me... And said, Will, I am cooking up a storm in my belly. I would say, Brayden, the bathroom is over there. <laughs> Just let me know if you exactly, need anything. Exactly. Because that is what that means, right? I mean, I, not to be blue here, but cooking up a storm in your belly, I don't think is positive. That sounds no. like indigestion at best. It's Cook Up a Storm is also a 2017 Hong Kong Chinese culinary drama film. Oh, intriguing. So, a culinary uh, pro- drama? I'm probably not what... Charmander's doing, but yeah. So, so you're you're you think that when it spots a fire, it gets like hecka nauseous. Like it's like oh, it kind of no. seems it masters or it masters the ability to become hecka nauseous at which is, at will. I don't know why that's an ability you would want to master. I don't. I mean, maybe it doesn't. Maybe it does. Maybe cooking up a storm in its belly allows it to breathe fire easier. Mm, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Because we know that it will be breathing fire later in life, if not now already. Right. It spots a fire. It's like, oh, I want to do that. I'm getting. I'm about that. Yeah. Yeah. I love fire. I love heat. Some fire. I'm inspired by that fire to cook up a storm in my belly. Cook up a firestorm. Yeah. Of course. What other kind of storm would it be? Intestinal distress? No, no, no. Fire breathing Pokemon will. No, no. We know that Pokemon don't. Keep your head in the game. Eyes on the ball. You know. Digest food. We know the Pokemon don't digest food. Do we know that? Well, we know that they don't do the the last step in that process. Ah, uh, yeah, no. there are um, no byproducts of that but except for fire and lightning. No. Ice. <gasps> yes. Brayden. Yes. Uh huh. <laughs> it's the, that's this is my new this is my new theory now because before I was you know I had oh, the yeah. whole midichlorians. There's there's magic bacteria that are allowing them to produce electricity and such. Oh, now yeah, I'm yeah, altering yeah. that to say that that's oh. actually it's their it's it's all number twos. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's oh, ruined no. now. The whole show is over. We have to go home. Oh. I um I don't want to I don't want to even even entertain this notion. Let's I, You can I edit this out. You, were, you had something real. You have that power. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I was thinking of it's it's a biological process that only Pokemon can do. It cooks up a storm in its belly 
like it's it's creating like these 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 particles that can allow it to like emit fire yeah. and beams or whatever. Like Pokemon have this have this in a process that they only they can they can do biologically yes. somehow. Um, but that's not where you went. You you decided to be be a yucky boy. Um, so yeah, we're gonna move right along. I guess yeah, dungeons just I'm just getting nasty with it. Uh, yeah. let's move on. Let's sure, let's my, let's put all my, that behind us. My all-time faves. Let's see how they improve on greatness. I'll try not to ruin it. The AI dungeon. Okay, yeah, Charmeleon says, It emits an inferno from its mouth. <laughs> it loves headbutting opponents with its horns, which often causes it to explode. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> okay. Just... Wow, Charmeleon is, is so much more uh, volatile than I even remembered. <laughs> right. Um... And this is, you know, a Pokemon that I seem to recall just it loved to fight already. It has a barbaric nature. Mm. In battle, it whips its fiery tail around and slashes away with claws. Um, what, what was the one thing it said? Yeah, it, it fire red. It lashes about with its tail to knock down its foe. It then tears up the fallen mm. opponent with sharp claws. Mm. Tears him right um, up. It can also emit an inferno from its mouth, which is... Not only... I, it doesn't say it can emit from an, infer, an inferno. It says it emits an inferno from its mouth, as if it's doing it all the time. AI Dungeon thought, it can breathe fire? No, 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 that's that's too easy to say. It let's, does let's spice this breathe up. fire. <laughs> it emits an inferno from its mouth. I mean, um, this is... It's true. It, like, breathing fire isn't really sufficient when you're describing a Pokemon that will eventually be able to melt anything. It's an right. inferno coming out yeah. of its mouth. Yeah. Also, um, it loves headbutting opponents <laughs> with its horns. Which I, I maybe should have should have just changed this to, to they love headbutting opponents with their horns or or made, made horns singular. Oh, but, sure. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought it was cute that the AI um, thought they had multiple horns. One horn, which maybe there's a secret horn on there <laughs> yeah, somewhere. Be, I don't know. In either um, case, they shouldn't do it. <laughs> no, they shouldn't because they will explode. Often. They love to do it, but it often, often causes ca them to explode. You know, Right, but like, not always. Not always. Not every they're, time. They're, they're, you got to roll the dice. Roll the it, dice, it's, baby. It's the thrill of the chase. It's that, that's why they love it so much. Once they've tasted the danger. They, it's like it's like deer hunter. You just go back and you keep playing Russian roulette, even though you shouldn't do that. Hey, listen, listen, Goff, coughing, Voltor, Geodude, they're they're exploding all the time, That's and true. they're fine. They are well, are they? Uh, I'm <laughs> they not sure. We haven't pokey, talked about it. The Pokey Center after that. Yeah. Uh, I don't. They don't seem fine, like mentally. <laughs> I think some. <laughs> I don't know. This seems this seems like the next level. Like these are just they're the thrill seekers of the Pokemon world, you know. Right. Weezing, right. Electrode, Charmeleon. <laughs> they're dangerous types. Yeah. Some of our favorite Pokemon too, ironically. Totally. Not a coincidence, uh, I guess. We're just into that sort of reckless nature. Yeah. No. It's it's uh, you you love uh, a person who's who's willing to risk risk it all for a good go horn headbutt. <laughs> you know, when you fight for someone, you're prepared to die, Brayden. Oh my gosh! <laughs> what they don't know is your true advantage. <laughs> you are, you are, you are hot with the references today. Well, you are, you are emitting an inferno, an inferno of references from, from your my mouth. mouth. <laughs> I can't stop. Charmeleon <laughs> is pearl. <clears throat> oh gosh. Um, I, but I, I do love. Hey, yeah, headbutting it with its own, which causes it to explode. Which it seems like a natural like next step for like how violent and rage filled this Pokemon was. Like based on its actual entries, like. 
it's just it's just like the culmination of that is yeah. doing a big headbutt and just exploding because <laughs> right. once you get there's only so much so angry you can get before yes. you just explode. Also, it is filled with fire. Yeah, uh, so filled with fire and rage more than yeah. it, it actually more than it can contain. Because maybe if it maybe by explode you just the wrong way, it'll burst. <laughs> maybe by explode they mean turn into a super saiyan or something <laughs> like. Probably not. Maybe they mean explode. I don't right. know. Maybe. But it's all AI dungeon, so like it, it doesn't mean anything. <laughs> like there's no intent behind any of this. Don't be ridiculous, Brayden. These no, were offered. These are, these are these are these are high quality Pokedex Do you entries. Not have faith in our robot overlords? Um, no. Algorithms no, no, are the future. Of course I do. Yeah, the al- I love Facebook. I love com. the algorithm. <laughs> Rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Yes. Sacrifice <laughs> to the great algorithm. Well, read the next entry. Charles. <laughs> I'm sorry. Get a little loopy. Um, next entry. Charizard. It breathes a stream of superheated air at extremely high temperatures. It can cause a fire to erupt without even touching it. Okay. So they saw that first sentence from Tremio and like, oh, we can't just say it breathes fire. But then I think they went a little too far with Charizard. Yeah. Like, Charizard, you could have just said it like, breathes fire. No, but Charizard, Charizard isn't even using fire. It's just it's just hot, hot air. Right. I guess. Extremely, Extremely hot, air. hot air that can melt anything. Maybe somehow air is hotter than fire. That doesn't seem right, but. I don't know, but it can't. Well, maybe it's causing the fire to erupt in the hot air without even touching it. Just yeah. with its pyrokinesis. Yeah. Charizard doesn't actually start a fire in its belly. It just breathes out air that is so hot that it catches everything around it on fire, including the air. Without even touching it. Without even touching it. I have to touch stuff to light it on fire, personally. Yeah, usually. Generally speaking. Yeah. Um... But yeah, pretty, pretty, uh, pretty incredible things from Charizard, but also, like, Kind of a weird second sentence, but this is this doesn't fall too too far outside of the reality of, of, of Charizard. Charizard entries. I don't I don't feel like, but right. The only thing um, is the air, not fire. Yeah, but now we get the the mega and the Gigantamax entries were were, right. were were real were real tricky to to generate with AI dungeons. So we're gonna we're gonna see some themes for the next few. Let's let's find out. Mega Charizard X. Yes. This Pokemon has the strength of ten men combined with the speed of lightning. It can fire blue fire from its tail. Now, this is Mega Charizard X, right? Yeah, I don't remember which was which. One of them was a fighter jet. Yeah, no, X X is the is the black and blue one the with fighter. blue fire. Oh, wow. Right. Impressive. So 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 they got they got, got the blue fire right. part. Yes, which is it great. can fire blue fire from its tail. And Correct. I, I assume in canon it it probably has the strength of at least ten men. At least men. ten. I was gonna say ten men feels like a low ball. Machop has yeah. the strength of like a hundred men. Or no, Machop can throw a hundred adults. Whatever, doesn't matter. I think it's like ten. Okay, yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> we haven't done that one yet. That's not canon. Ten men combined with the speed of lightning. So ten. It has a strength of ten. The flashes uh, from DC Comics. <laughs> oh, I was gonna say uh, uh, it gave me Shazam vibes because it's like the strength oh, yeah. of. Hercules, the wisdom of whatever. I don't right, remember the right, whole right, thing, right. but it's strength and speed are, are one of them, or a couple yeah. of them. Speed of lightning. So it's super fast and uh, pretty strong, I think. Yeah, yeah <laughs> fire, Tenmen's pretty fire. strong. Yeah, well, let, let's move on to Char- Mega Charizard Y, and I bet I bet we'll, we'll, we'll bump that up a little bit. All right, Mega Charizard Y says this Pokemon has the strength of a million men. <laughs> what? 
<laughs> it can destroy entire forests with a sweep of its tail. Get out of here, Mega Charizard X. <laughs> Old news. Move over. I know everybody thought Just... Mega Charizard X looks cooler, but why? <laughs> Just the direct one-upsmanship of that tree. The, the direct one million upsmanship was like... Ten to one million is such a huge gap. <laughs> AI Dungeon was like, Y is objectively superior to X by factors right. of magnitude. A million men. It can it's destroy like, whole X forests. Can, X can fire blue fire from its tail. Oh, wow. It's like, oh, you want to know what Mega Charizard Y's tail can do? <laughs> Boom, forest gone. So One sweep. If Mega Charizard X was, you know, a superhero, Mega Charizard Y is unto a god. The the the, the arch nemesis of Smoke <laughs> the Bear. Just, Just burning destruction. Oh, you can't gosh. you can't hope to stand up to this Smokey. No. No. Well let's rein it in a bit with, with Gigantamax. Oh yeah, I'm sure Gigantamax so. will rein it in. Yeah. Oh, it will. Oh, wow. Yeah, okay. Wow. Gigantamax Charizard has this Pokemon has the strength of a hundred men. Okay. Oh, its that breath can cause a thousand trees to instantly burn to ash. So maybe not a whole forest <laughs> if there's more than a thousand trees. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> I gotta. I just. I'm amazed at the fact that you created this all in one instance of AI dungeon. The amount that it's like feeding off of itself is incredible. Yeah. I love this. Well, it's clearly has. You know, I was like, all right, the mega, the gigantic max. So like, this has the strength of such and such. Right. And it's like it's just kind of rearranging certain. It's parts. like these are um, all just different versions of Charizard, and then it sort of right. it decided to rank them from X to Gigantamax to Y, the logical right. ranking system, of course. And um, I like the, the comparison of combined strength of a quantity of men mm, compared to how, how much, much of a force, of a force they can destroy. destroy. Exactly, yes. <laughs> how many men strong is it? One. And how Ten many men, trees like, can, can it destroy at, uh, at its whim? Yeah. Charizard X? No trees. Zero trees. It can fire a blue <laughs> fire. Maybe that'll get one tree. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Who knows? A million men, though. It's an like, entire forest with with, with like more a than one thousand trees. By the way, right. no, this is right. no, this ain't no kitty forest. This no. is this is a real deal forest. <laughs> Gone. Oh, Gigantamax. Oh. Again, I mean, I know we're in AI dungeon territory, but um, if Mega Charizard Y exists, <laughs> then we're all doomed. And we're all doomed. Yeah, all the all the Woobats with their pleasant songs in the world aren't going to save us from from the wrath of Charizard. I should remind myself, though, that uh, Mega doesn't really happen in the wild, generally. It only happens no. with the assistance of a trainer. That's right, because, that's right. Same, same with Gigantamax, yeah, too. Gigantamax yeah. and, and Mega Gengar were also, like, angry gods without any AI dungeon interference. Right. Um, <clears throat> but, yeah, Mega Charizard Y can destroy entire forest with the sweep of its tail. Gigantamax Charizard, since it has only the strength of a hundred men, <laughs> it, has to, it has to do a breath attack <laughs> right. and... And it maybe it takes is... a while to like inhale, right. but like once it goes out, instant ash. Instant like, burned to ash. There they go. Um, still quite hot. It's quite it's still quite, quite frightening, hot. even though it's not a million men. Still pretty impressive. No. Yes. Um oh, okay, man, we got some real all timers coming up here. 
Yeah, yeah. Let's uh, let's let's move ahead to to throw. How many more of these um, should we? We should at least get through sock and throw here. Oh yeah, we 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 got time. I think. Um, let me pull up throw here. Yeah. All right. Let's 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 do it. All right. So our entry for throw says it has a tough, hard exterior. If it has to, it will endure anything. It's very <laughs> proud and never accepts defeat. Well, yeah, it's, it'll endure it'll anything. Endure anything. What like, what do you have to bring to the table? Doesn't matter. It has a tough, hard exterior. It had better. And then, and then also just like some clothes. <laughs> yeah, are those <laughs> necessary? Well. The clothes are traditional. Those are for show. They make those to make themselves a part of the community. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They talked a lot about their clothes in the uh, in the normal entries, if I recall correctly. A, l- a little bit. Um, which one was which? Was throw the throw was the 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 more stout one, right? The broad, yeah, the judo one. Pokemon. Yes, and sock yeah. was the karate one, blue right, and right. skinny and cleaving the oceans in twain. Right. <laughs> somehow. Somehow. Um. um okay. But, I mean, yeah. Yeah. Honestly, this, this seems this, appropriate. This, this tracks. Yeah. This this tracks as, as canonical. Pokemon. Like it's ridiculous that it seemingly can endure anything, but that's nothing outside of the norm of the Pokedex entries. That's yeah. Um, makes sense in the context of Pokemon. Now, Sock, however, is going to take us on some interesting directions, I think. Just like it did in the original entries. Um, yeah. As this Pokemon ages, its body becomes harder and stronger. It is a proud uh-huh. beast. Okay. Oh. <laughs> on board so far. Master Svarthal used to count Sock amongst his ranks, but count them he doesn't now. Whoa. <laughs> Master Svarthal... I want to know about him. Who what is, happened? Who are they? It's, he, he, it's a listen. Sock is a proud beast. Yeah, Master maybe Svarthal. a little bit too proud. Yeah, couldn't stand to be under Master Svarthal. Too up, too, too, too headstrong. I'm gonna heads headstrong to take you on. Um, headstrong to take on anyone, Master Svarthal. I'm just. Does that just, return any results? Not really, no. Um, so this is an AI dungeon original OC. I think Svarthal is a, is, is, a, like is a black metal band. ATM machine. I can't. I'm not sure if Svarthal is the band or the album. The band is either Wormlust or Svarthal. Uh, I'm not sure. Um, uh, that's a great name. Yeah. Uh, anyway, that's that's the closest I can get. So I don't know how uh, AI dungeon dug that up, but anyway. AI Dungeon um, knows Master Svarthal and knows yeah. that they used to count Sock amongst his ranks. But count them, he doesn't count now. Them, he doesn't now. All right, Yoda, yeah. What the heck? I love it. It's the proud beast. It's part of the whole story of Svarthal and Sock. It's it's a long... Don't worry about it. It's it's a whole tale. We don't have room in a Pokedex yeah, entry, right. but... Um, but it is worth maybe, noting that, you know, yeah. we thought you would want to know that Sock used to hang with Master Svarthal, who is... You know, a big deal, obviously. Right. I'll do a I'll do an AI dungeon scenario some other time about the legend of Masters Fox. Oh, I would love that. <laughs> if you, if you could just uh, hit me with a link to that ASAP, yeah, that'd be yeah, primo. Yeah, or if you want to make your own uh, fanfic, uh, let, oh my let us gosh, know. please write in. us about Master Svarthal. I need to know. Um, I want to know why he doesn't count them among his ranks anymore. I also would just like to say, uh, as this Pokemon ages, its body becomes harder and stronger. Same. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm getting older. My, I'm only getting better. I have better. only become harder and stronger as yeah. I have aged. True, it's true. My exterior has become rocky. 
and impervious <laughs> to harm. And I'm and I'm too proud to count myself among certain people's <laughs> ranks now. <laughs> yeah, count them. Count me. They don't now. Yeah, no longer a fan of Hamilton. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I, I still like Lynn. I I never saw it actually. Yeah, I don't really it. know. I I've heard the soundtrack many a time. Um, uh-huh. You know, it's catchy. Any, Dude can write a song. Yeah. Yeah. But also. We don't have to get into the politics of Hamilton. No, right we now. don't. Now is we not the time. We're not doing it. Giratina is next. Giratina. Which is, Remember Giratina? Oh, we, couldn't, um, we couldn't do this and not do Giratinas. Yeah. Giratina's the um, devil. Yeah. Cast into into Pokemon Hell? Yeah. T- or Tartarus. <laughs> yeah. Hades. Whatever you want to call it. Um, let's, let's see what the, they didn't have very many entries. Just, 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 just a few. Um, that was. Yeah, any, any standouts? I mostly remember Pokemon, that it was like Lord of its own dimension. This this po- heart gold and soul silver. This Pokemon is said to live in a world on the reverse side of ours, mm. where common knowledge is distorted down. and strange. Hmm. hmm. Which I don't know how you distort and make strange common knowledge, but I mean, oof, boy, you would yeah, know this... if you went to Giratina's realm, and then you would yes. know forever what that um, is like because you the distortion brain would have world, been is, as they call it, by the yeah. rich energies of Giratina. Anyway, so we're we're on pretty wild uh, grounds to start with. Let's see what the, yeah, right. what the AI dungeon we're can all, generate for we're us. We're already off the edge of the map. So uh, the AI dungeon has this to say about Giratina. It folds its long arms under it as it walks. If it spots an opponent from afar, it can monarchize, then jet up <laughs> and smack the opponent into the sky. Wow. <laughs> I was like, when this started out, I was like, okay, this is pretty vanilla. Folds its arms uh-huh, under it as it uh-huh. walks. That makes sense. All right. Um, does monarchize mean anything? Is that a real word? Apparently, I think so. Merriam-Webster says uh, transitive verb, um, first like, definition, which is obsolete, uh, to rule over as a monarch. Sure. Um, yeah. The second definition, which they, they qualify as archaic, says to make a monarchy of efforts to monarchize a government. Okay. So, so it can there's monarchize. Some, there's some ancient language here. Yeah, yeah it can monarchize. So it can um, create a monarchy, a, a monarchic system of government, and then <laughs> jet up and smack the opponent into the sky. You smack him. <laughs> and it, it, you know, gotcha. it's so it spots an opponent. It says, you know, I'm doing some some government building, and then it rolls up <laughs> on the I'm opponent. I'm the king now. I'm the king now, and it goes up to the opponent, and it says, hey. I have the legal authority to do this as your king, and then smacks them into the sky. Oh, there they go. With its arms that it had folded under it as it was walking around. It unfolds Gnarly. them dramatically. Which, that just kind of tracks, especially, yeah, because it, it had the two forms. It had the origin form and the That's altered true. form. That it would it would fly in one form yes. and kind of walk like a dinosaur it's, in the other. Are the arms tucked or not is the determinant of which form you're in. Right, exactly. So is that it they, feeling, they, they were is it feeling kingly or not? Monarchize yeah. just means transform into king form. Yeah, which I think is SmackDown form. It folds its long arms under it as it walks. Mm. That it seems to fold its arms under it when it flies in its. I can't okay. remember which is which, which is altered form. Yeah. But, uh, anyway, oh yeah, altered form. That's is, is walking. That's walking Origin around. Form is flying. That's walking around mode, and then there's yeah. smacking people mode, which is king mode. Yeah, the king. Oh my gosh, king of the monsters. Uh, Godzilla, uh, watch out for this one. Yeah, Giratina will give you a run for your money. Giratina's from another reality, okay? You might be from the yeah. bottom of the ocean. Giratina's from Oof. somewhere else. Yeah, even even lower. 
I, I guess, or something. I, I think. Yeah, <laughs> it's like uh, Pacific Rim rules. Yeah. Well, um, let's see if we can get through a couple more here. I, I think we're, we're getting close. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, our old faves. Yes. Um, <laughs> Classic favorites of Beyond the Ball, Salandit and Salazzle. Yes, let's see Let's see how, how the, Pokemon, <laughs> the AI engine can redeem them for us. Oh, yeah, great start for, for Salandit's Sal- entry. All right, so Salandit, you'll remember, was... Uh, the weird little fire lizard that can get uh, the yeah ultra so the males will do whatever the females tell yeah. them. They give the females yeah. most of their food due yeah. to malnutrition. The males can't evolve. Um, this one that cool, jumps cool, out cool. to me right now. <laughs> uh, as such, well, okay, interesting. The Salandit entry from AI Dungeon says it eats a hell of a lot. <laughs> when it grows, <laughs> its stomach will burst. When it sl- <laughs> When it sleeps, its body posture indicates it might as well be standing guard. Okay. Okay, okay. Let's go back to the first part. One, it eats a hell of a lot. Well, Which, instant instant hmm. ban from the Pokedex. You can't you can't do a cuss in the Pokedex. <laughs> you can't. No doing a cuss in the Pokedex, AI Dungeon. Come on. Yes. But. And, and as, as if to say, oh, you, we can't cuss. Well, how about this then? <laughs> Its stomach will burst. Its stomach will burst. When it grows, not just because it eats a hell of a lot, although it's implying that. I feel like the implication that I am taking from this is that actually Salazzle brainwashing the Salandits so that they would Keeps them from their stomach bursting? Exactly. It's it's in their bone best interest. They eat a hell of a lot. Salandit is like, I know that you don't have any self-control, and you're going to kill yourself if you eat all that food that you want to eat. So give it all to me. I'll take that burden and eat it for you. And, uh, and, and, you, you, and you can look like you're my bodyguard when you're sleeping. I'll eat a hell of a lot. Yeah, and, and, you, can, and you can sleep on the job, apparently. You <laughs> yeah. might as well be standing guard. You might but as it's, well be standing guard. <laughs> that's what your body posture would indicate. But you're clearly not, because you're asleep. What? Can you imagine being able to sleep while looking like you are standing guard? That'd be incredible. Uh, yeah. You might like, discourage somebody from attacking you, at least. Because somehow. they're like, oh, that lizard might as well be standing guard. I don't know how you you could, could possibly read this onto well, okay. a lizard's here's, body here's, posture. Here's my interpretation. When it sleeps, its body posture indicates that it might as well be standing guard. So that would mean that its body posture, posture indicates that it will wake up if you make the slightest sound. Like, it might as right, well be standing right. guard, even though it is asleep. Its body posture indicates that it's, like, in constant readiness, you know? It's, like, oh, standing up and asleep, but, like, huh? I'm ready to go. At the slightest, like like mermaid pants, sleeping with his eyes open, but not really. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh gosh. Oh boy. Well, that's um, new incredible info. and a little disturbing. In- interesting new info. Yes. Right. Salandit. Yes. No. Doesn't know. Its oppressors are actually itself. helping it. Yeah. All along. They don't know any better. They needed. Oh they needed someone to look after them, Brayden. Yeah. It's okay. All right. Well, well, let's let's move on to to, to the queen herself, um, Salazzle, and see what she's got going on. It loves to release waves of heat. If it spots <laughs> a jewel, precious metal, or some other treasure, its tongue flicks out and attempts to swipe it. <laughs> I love it. That's such a great vibe. Oh uh, yeah. Loves to release waves of heat and steal precious objects with its tongue. <laughs> I don't think that happened with any of its entries um it's no. poison gas can be diluted to use in the production of luscious perfumes mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. that you use to brainwash people don't try to tell me otherwise it punishes salandit that couldn't bring it food with the fierce laugh of its flame spewing palm 
Uh, pretty messed up. Pretty messed up. And yeah. Uh, if I recall correctly. It, I guess it's really into jewels and other such yeah. treasure. Yeah. That is, that is an interesting tidbit, I will say. It plays in a little bit to the kind of gross vibes that Salazzle already had of, like, uh-huh. the woman that makes the man do everything that she wants. Like, bring me some food and jewels, you slave. <laughs> you get nothing. You know, but I still like the vibes of this one. It reminds me more of Feramosa, I think, oh, which was the was Ultra like Beast. too good that- for this world. And also, think I think it was into I can't remember if it was into shiny things or if that was just in the anime. Um, mm. I just mostly uh, remember that it was like, "Ooh, this world is dirty, and I hate it." Yeah. Um. But yeah, Salazzle just loves releasing waves of heat. Mm. Um. Boom, heat wave. Boom, heat wave. Yeah. Release yeah, no, them waves of heat. Nothing this, this, like it. This entry paints a very, very <laughs> clear sorry. picture. I just accidentally looked ahead to the next entry. <laughs> Okay. Um, oh no, we can't. How long? How long are we trying to go here? <laughs> all right, let's let, let, let's get through the ghastly family. There's gonna okay, be a lot because we, we got to. we, we got some, we got some gangers, but this is a this is a high note to end on. Here, um, I'm gonna just uh, we'll mark this as our spot. Yeah. Yeah. Go. Okay. <laughs> all right. Uh, Are you ready? Ghastly is up next. It can touch ghosts with its tongue. (laughs) If it does, it absorbs their power. If it eats the ghosts, it grows stronger. Yeah. Okay. Well, I gathered that. (laughs) (laughs) All it has to do is touch them with its tongue, but But also eat it. Yeah. What a clear escalation of sentences. (laughs) I know. (laughs) It's, it's, It's very, yeah. As we went along, it's like, I don't think you understand. It's eating ghosts. But this this totally tracks though because it uses lick. That's one of its yeah, primary moves. Yeah, loves to lick. Ghost is a type. ghost. Ghost so, is super effective against ghosts yes, too. True, and it loves so, to eat you know dreams, but also ghosts and other ghosts. ephemera. Yeah, you know, other intangible <laughs> you know, things. Yeah, gosh. Um, and if it does, um, it absorbs, it absorbs their, power. their power, which, which I, I didn't need Ghastly to acquire any more power. Actually, I'd no. rather they didn't. No, that's true, uh, but but eating ghosts t- t- typically in a lot of fiction can can give you power um, to a degree. Yeah, um, yeah. Often eating something is is to gain its power. I just really love the like ghastly appears and uh, is just like I can touch ghosts with my tongue. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in your house. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm playing. Um, I mean, I'm always playing at, at some point or the star wars the old republic mm-hmm. um in in the the free-to-play uh series that i that i'm doing on youtube right now i'm playing oh are you the, playing that character again yeah a little bit i, I played recently but um yeah, she's a sith inquisitor um real darth maul what, real, real darth maul vibes on, yes on uh, that one. uh uh their, their name is lightning reaper um <laughs> god i love lightning reaper and, and they're amazing. i believe it's xx lightning reaper xx but yes <laughs> capitals on the end and then lower yeah, except yeah. it does can't do anyway it's a whole thing go watch my youtube video <laughs> series about <laughs> lightning reaper and one one of the the major points in that storyline uh for the sith inquisitor is uh consuming ghosts and gaining their power oh. um so i'm right in the middle of that is anyone who else does that do the Ghostbusters? No, Ghostbusters don't consume the ghosts. For no, power. but they but they could maybe get possessed by the ghost, which mm, kind of gives you power. Mm, um, yeah, yeah. But 
Danny Phantom, maybe. Um, I don't know if he ate ghosts, but like he definitely did some ghost ghost stuff. Casper was eating other ghosts, right? He's a cannibal. No, I think his buddies were maybe, but I don't know if he was. Well, Ghastly um, is. So Ghastly is. Ghastly not not Ghastly's, the friendly ghost. Um, a ghost cannibal. It was never friendly, you know. At yeah, and it's going. I mean, I will say this is this is a selfish thing to say, but. I feel a little bit better that at least Ghastly is out there messing with ghosts and and not me. You know, that's true. If it's messing with ghosts, at least it's not eating humans or it's, whatever. But it's just warming up to eating you, though. Yeah. It's, also, it's, eventually, it's I will be a stronger. ghost probably, and then it's gonna eat me then too. It's, that's true. That's true. No, Maybe no. There, death provides no safety from ga- the Ghastly chain of evolutions. You will no. never. Your soul will never be safe from <laughs> Ghastly and its ilk. Well, let's see just how unsafe. Uh, yeah. Let's keep going. Yeah. With it's 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 next form haunter. Uh, <clears throat> haunter, appropriately enough, says it lurks in homes, invisibly watching. Yeah, yeah it can I rarely think... be seen because of the strange aura it gives off. Should it touch a body, that person will die soon afterwards. I'm starting yeah. to think that all of the Pokédex entries have been AI generated all along because <laughs> this is like this is basically what they said. Their hit yeah. rate is pretty good. Uh, Ruby and Sapphire Hunter is a dangerous Pokémon. If one beckons you while floating in darkness, you must never approach it. This Pokémon will try to lick you with its tongue and steal your life away. Yeah, that's exactly yes. Um, yeah, it strikes at humans from total darkness and, yep. and sun version. The, those licked by its cold tongue grow weaker with each passing day until they die. Mm. Um, Should it so touch like, a body, that person will die soon afterwards. So, yes. like the the watching, lur- the lurking, I will the, say the, the dying. Pokedex it's entry all, hunter seemed a little bit tracks. more actively predatory and less like I'm just lurking and watching you. Mm. It seemed much more likely to just kill you immediately. Yeah, yeah. Eh. It can rarely be seen because of the strange aura it gives off, mm. the aura of invisibility, I guess. I just, just ghost aura. Like, who knows? It's like like, yeah. like heat ripples in the, in the air, like off of asphalt. Like, it's just, but it's just like ghost ghost energy. Ghost vibes. Um, yeah, Haunter. Um, still, still a truly terrifying creature. Um, yep. Nothing new there. Except this indicates, most. I think most of the main, main Pokedex entries talked about its tongue touching you and then you dying. And this just says, should it touch a body? That, yeah, that person right. will die soon afterwards. Any touching is death. Yeah. Um, here's a here's a great one though. Let's let's move on to Gengar. Ah, Gengar. It is a thing of nightmares. When it appears in homes, it is when you are sleeping and worst nightmare come true. <laughs> it is when you are healthiest and looking your best. Ooh, so it comes for oh, you when no. you're at the top of your game. And it just your worst nightmare comes just when you think that you figured it all out. That is when Gengar shows up and it says, your time's up. I went to the gym. I took a shower. I'm feeling great. I'm feeling at the top of my game. I'm gonna, I can do anything. I, like budge, I made a budget. I'm like, I nailed that job interview. You wake up. <laughs> and then, you went to bed on time. And then, there's Gengar. Worst nightmare come true. <laughs> it's all over. Wow, Gengar is a thing of nightmares. It is. Truly a reason not to want to live in the Pokemon world, you no, know? No. When I was growing up and I was playing those Pokemon games, I said, boy, I, what I wouldn't give to have my very own Pokemon friend and raise it and fight it, not worth it. No. Nightmares are real in the Pokemon <laughs> world. You shouldn't go there. I love that it says when it appears in homes. Like, oh, it's like, okay, so when it appears in homes, it's probably going to do this. But instead it says when it appears in homes, it is when, it you, is are when you are sleeping. And worst nightmare come true, which also I love the... <laughs> 
the sentence structure yeah. there so far. Yeah. But if it's in your house, it's when you're sleeping, and it's when you're healthiest and looking your, your best. best. <laughs> like Gengar shows up like, and says, "Hey, you're looking great, and now I'm going to destroy you." I'm just like nobody looks like super handsome when they're sleeping. I feel like, but mm. well, because um, if you do, you get killed by Gengar. Exactly, Gengar. Gengar killed all all up <laughs> everyone. All the handsome sleepers. Yeah, that that. That evolutionary trait has been eradicated <laughs> from from yeah. the DNA pool. Gengar had its reasons. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Maybe it was ugly and and unhealthy when it died. Mm, Who knows? Yeah, and it's taking out its anger on everyone else. God, um, it died from ugly sleeping. <laughs> Gengar, you freak! <laughs> you little freak! You thing of um, nightmares. Well, let's keep. Let's see how much worse it can get. All right, Mega Gengar. Oof. It can appear in any form that will harm its enemies. It has the ability to morph into something that is either larger or smaller, more powerful or far weaker than itself. Anything that will harm its enemies in any way, any way you can imagine. Even if that means that it's much smaller and weaker than it was previously. Maybe it's, I don't, maybe it's I don't turning know. itself into like a like your long dead child or something. Like, who knows? Oh, it could just like yeah, a little like harm. Like that one Rick and Morty thing. Yeah. Yeah, any, any form that will harm its enemies. Maybe, you know, if its enemies are a virus, then it's going to turn into something small enough to harm that virus. Yeah, you know? exactly. It can, it can do whatever is necessary to harm its foes. Which is anything. truly terrible. Like Mega Gengar, like, it's not just like, it's not a Pokemon. It's like there are no limits. It's just a malevolent, shape-shifting force of nightmares. I, I love that the first sentence, like it can take any form. You're like, oh, okay, any form. And then it's like, no, any like bigger, smaller, powerful, weaker, anything. <laughs> you don't understand. <laughs> as long as it harms its enemies, that's all. That's the only rule. Gosh, woof. That's that's a mega Gengar right there. Pure concentrated malevolence no matter who is writing the pokedex entries Ugh, you love to see it i mean mm. you dread to mm. see it you don't you shouldn't <laughs> you can appear in any form that will harm its enemies. Uh, you love to see the commitment to the bit uh, it's so great because like you, you 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 can see the like the chemical structure of of normal pokedex entries yes, within all of yes. these um, it feels like the spirit of each pokemon has been present and in they, basically all of these and they just go e- a little even more off the rails and then they <laughs> yeah. Just not as much as you would think, but enough. Yeah, yeah, uh, it's wild. Uh, well, all right, let's round it out. The last, the the, the Omega. <laughs> Gigantamax Gengar, our old friend, is here to, to say goodnight. To, to beckon you into hell. To beckon us to the great beyond. Yeah. <clears throat> Gigantamax Gengar. It continually absorbs the energy of the fallen. <laughs> if it sees a powerful enemy floored, it will often appear and continue to absorb the fallen fallen's energy until such a time that it is defeated. Wow, flowery language. Very... I don't know what's like. <laughs> who is the fallen? And this is like the fallen en- enemy, presumably. I guess it'll just absorbing. If it sees a powerful enemy floored, it will often appear and continue to absorb. Okay, so you know, if you're down, Gigantamax Gengar will kick you just and absorb your over. life force. <laughs> like absolutely like, approaching, and, and it's gonna keep your life force till you're dead. It's gonna keep doing that. Like any energy that you might be generating after you've fallen, somehow it's just it's just gonna be siphoning that until it's defeated. Like this no is stopping. This is like a like fantasy antagonist, like final form that's just like leeching yeah, off absolutely. the world. No, literally, I, like, I 
referenced the fantasy book that I was reading earlier, and there's literally the villain of that book is like a malevolent force that can take any. You know, it's yeah, like yeah. this is straight up the fantasy book that I just read. Good, good. What's what's the name uh, of this book? Well, this so people I'm oh, sure are uh, curious at this point. No, uh, the Mistborn trilogy the by Mist- Brandon Sanderson. The Mist the Mistborn trilogy. Okay, okay. Yes, the first the first one is called. Uh, Oh no! What's it called? The Rise of Gengar. The, the Eternal, the, the something Empire. The oh no! I my brain. It doesn't matter. Brandon Sanderson, Mistborn. Mistborn trilogy. Uh, googling, googling. The Immortal Empire. The something. The Final Empire. Final Empire. Final Empire is the first okay, book. Okay. Final Empire. Um. Um. It was real good. I liked it. Yeah. Um, I love fantasy books. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks. Thanks for. Uh, Thanks for joining us as we explored uh, Gigantic Max Gengar's final empire of, yeah, of the wow. fallen. Uh, this has been a journey. We should uh, we should do another of these immediately. We should. Um, we have we only got through twenty six. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, we we did not make it very far. But the, I, I've done one. I've done the entries for for each Pokemon. So these will these will be great bumpers, maybe fillers to use. Um, Although we still have to do some catch up episodes. But honestly, this one maybe we just wait We've to catch tons. up until We've Scarlet and Violet come of, out. Uh, I don't know. Tons of extra content. Tons of bonus content. You yeah, might say. bonus tons content. Tons of bonus content that we are giving away for free. Yeah, maybe we should stop doing that. What are you doing? Maybe. Anyway, um. <laughs> the, the listeners are like, "Oh no, oh, no. <laughs> it's all come to part." Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> well, got on a podcast network. Now they hungry. Yeah, <laughs> we are. Um, what is who? What was it? Uh, Salandit eats a hell of a lot. Um, mm, so- I eat. I'm. Actually, I'm just extremely hungry myself. Narina so, uh, loves to eat. Yeah, I should probably eat too. And anyway, from this podcast, so that I can eat some teriyaki. Yeah, thanks. Thanks so much for listening. Um, thank you to AIDungeon.com for yeah, being an honestly, incredible resource and tool. Doing a stellar job. Doing, I would say, on average, better than some Pokedex entries. Like, yeah. not better than the best, but better than the worst. What was it, Sonic? Yes. Um. So I think I got this idea originally. Um. After watching the the Snapcube YouTube video, oh, yeah. uh, Sonic Destruction, which was an AI generated Sonic uh, video game slash movie like script, um, it was great. But that was also based on AI Dungeon, and so I, I I did the same thing with 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 Pokemon, obviously. Also, yeah. So check that out, Sonic Destruction. Um, I love it. It's it's a it's hilarious. Um, and the Snapcube Snapcube fan dubs are are, are really funny. Um, anyway, uh, that'll do it. Uh, for us for now we'll, we'll do like a proper like uh humble thank yous and and stuff in, in in the actual episode 150 which will probably come out before this episode <laughs> we'll be nice later you'll hear it yeah we'll record that later but you'll hear it first probably <laughs> anyway the, the magic of time is is beautiful and that's podcast magic baby and gengar um gengar's hunger never never ceases um and neither does Salandit or nidorina um and, or will. And, and charmander i think and will so we're gonna go eat and and continue our glorious lives filled with this new and powerful pokemon knowledge uh my name is brayden i am a bottomless dishwasher <laughs> named will go beyond the ball and get some food
Party Fish Media acknowledges that it operates and records on indigenous Duwamish and Puget Sound Coast Salish land that is still home to the Duwamish tribe. This land is stolen in violation of the Point Elliot Treaty of 1855. We are committed to uplifting the name of these lands and community members from these nations who reside alongside us. For more information on this land, its people, or ways you can help, visit duwamishtribe.org or realrentduwamish.org.